Welcome, listeners, to Not Joshing Around, hosted by none other than me, Josh Finch. This episode is the second part of my series about understanding the challenges people with limb loss face and what can be done to improve their quality of life. In the first episode, I focused on advancements in prosthetic technology and measures being explored to drastically reduce the costs of these prostheses that amputees would choose to use. But a cheap, functional prosthetic doesn't fix every problem that an amputee might face. In fact, it might be the reason for some. In this episode of Not Joshing Around, I will explore the mental and psychological obstacles that persons with limb loss might face and actions that could be taken to ease and address them. Without further ado, let's get started. Thanks for tuning in, listeners. Before I get into the episode proper, I want to address my reasoning for throwing my hat in the ring on this issue. It isn't a large hat by any means, but it's a hat nonetheless. I want to be completely transparent about the origins of this podcast. I don't have any form of limb loss, nor do I have any close relatives that are amputees. I'm completing my first year at the University of Oklahoma, and I'm recording this podcast as a final project for my expository writing class. But that doesn't mean I don't have anything to say about the matter. My research has given me a voice, even if it isn't as educated as I wish it could be. I acknowledge that I'm privileged to not have experienced a form of limb loss and to not have a close friend or relative who has experienced it. But I want to educate as many people as I can because I know that if I were to find myself without a limb, be it tomorrow or years from now, I would want others to understand what I'm going through and to not treat me like I'm less than them because I've lost a limb. That's really what my goal is here. Education. I don't care how many views or listens I get if it means that someone will treat the next amputee or person with a disability that they meet with a greater sense of empathy and understanding and equality. Because they're still humans, just like me. So I want to make sure that they get the attention and treatment and acknowledgement that they deserve. In the first episode, I covered a recent manufacturing pipeline that allowed people with limb loss to scan their organic limbs and 3D print a customized and personalized prosthesis. That customizability plays a big part into giving amputees a sense of control back to them. After losing a limb, I can only imagine how powerless and helpless an amputee might feel, especially if they lost multiple limbs and require assistance when performing daily activities. That power, powerlessness would only serve to worsen the amputee's mental health. Additionally, people with limb loss are more conscious about people seeing their limb loss and worrying what they think. That knowledge that people are actively looking at their lack of a limb and possibly even feeling sad for them can seriously impact amputees. People with limb loss tend to have a more negative body image than those without limb loss, as found by a study performed by researchers in Austria. And it makes sense why that's the case. If everyone around you was looking at you with pity and feeling sorry for you, then you'd probably begin to feel those same things towards yourself. This next story addresses that feeling of being ostracized and that pressure of other people's judgment that a person with limb loss might feel. Prior to my research, I hadn't even considered the notion that someone might just want to blend into the crowd and not even replace their limb with some bionic attachment. But after reading the story about John Amanum and his company, it clicked in my head why an amputee might choose that option. Amanum is an 
artist from Nigeria who is also a former special effects expert. After becoming passionate about prostheses when a relative lost a limb in an accident, he began putting his expertise to use by making lifelike replicas of limbs from silicone. Not only are they incredibly well made, but Amanum also makes sure to match the color of the replica to the skin tone of the user, especially since prosthetics that match the color of the user's skin are relatively uncommon. The prostheses that Amanum designs are more like sleeves that almost perfectly mimic the appearance of the original limb, but they can't perform complex actions like the more advanced prostheses can. But if someone couldn't afford those fancy bionic limbs anyway, and just wanted to blend in, this kind of prosthesis would be ideal. They could walk in public without fear of the stigmas or the pressures of other people's stares. It would make them feel more comfortable in their own skin. Well, I guess not totally their own skin, but you get what I mean. Getting a prosthetic limb isn't the solution to every problem that an amputee may struggle with. The recovery time and physical therapy requirements are arduous and long. Looking at the list of charges associated with the procedures and the prosthesis and trying to make ends meet is undoubtedly frustrating. Feelings of isolation and loneliness can creep in and plummet an amputee's mental health. That's why getting connected with other people who have experienced limb loss and finding resources and help is so important. Throughout my research, I found that the Amputee Coalition in the United States provides so much support and help to amputees. One look at their website shows the care and effort that they devote to making sure that any question that is asked is answered and that any need shown is met. They include links to resource centers and access to communities of amputees and support groups for them. And the Amputee Coalition is just one of many organizations dedicated to making sure that amputees get the assistance, care, and attention that they deserve. My professor brought up a concept that I really sought to avoid taking part in. Uh, this concept is called inspiration porn, and it's defined as the objectification or reduction of persons with disabilities for the sole use of inspiration. And this is commonly done through videos, images, or memes. And this isn't good for people with disabilities because it dehumanizes them and makes them seem inferior to non-disabled people. The whole, well, if they can do it, what's your excuse? message that these kinds of images convey is destructive to these people. Having disabilities doesn't make someone less valuable. Likewise, a person with limb loss isn't any less of a person. They still deserve the same quality of care, and that limb loss isn't something to be pitied. A lot of amputees are empowered and perform incredible acts in spite of their loss, but they still face a disproportionate loss in quality of life because of that limb loss. And that's why I wanted to make this episode, to explain the problems they face, to inform people like myself who haven't experienced limb loss and never realized what they struggle with. The only way to effectively address these problems is to educate as many people as possible to show why they matter and why they should care. And that's exactly what your humble host is trying to do right now. In the next part, I will explore payment for treatment and how detrimental these monumental costs can be along with potential insights on how to rectify those issues. As for this episode, that's all I've got for you listeners. I hope you learned something from this episode, and if you want to learn more, the citations for the studies and articles can be found in the episode description. I'm Josh Finch, and this was not joshing around. As always, thanks for listening, and have a great day.